Hey, this is Scott from the Teal Shirt Report. If you haven't heard about Anchor, hey, it's free. It is the easiest way to make a podcast. I spent over 20 years in the radio industry, and our company, BigJReport.com, was looking for a podcast home for our podcast, and we chose Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And you can make money, too, from your podcast with no minimum listenership. To find us, go to anchor.fm forward slash Scott dash Mullis. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. It's so easy. That's anchor.fm. Well, let me tell you, first of all, welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. Second of all, it is just not right what happened with the uh, voting in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Tony Baselli was again denied for the fourth straight year of uh, making the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I think this is a travesty, a complete travesty that he should have been put in last year, most certainly should have put been put in this year. In fact, I understand three of the selectors were in total shock that Tony Baselli did not make it to the Pro Football Hall of Fame this time. So I will tell you that, you know, of the players that made it in, and if you look back at last year, Kevin Mawe, a center who played uh, for the New York Jets, played 16 seasons, 241 games, eight Pro Bowls. I mean, that's that's a great resume. However, in my opinion, Kevin Mawe, he was not Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli was a better player than Mawe. When Tony Baselli was in his prime, and the Jacksonville Jaguars went to two AFC championship games during uh, Tony's heyday and prime, if you will. My contention is that Tony Baselli, during his prime, was a much better player than center Kevin Mawe, who was elected last year in 2019, taking nothing away from him. His longevity stands out to me, the 241 games in 16 seasons. I think Mawe is basically, he was a very good player and was elected on his longevity. You flash, um, you know, you uh, flash forward one year later in 2020, and Steve Hutchinson, the left guard that was elected, into the Pro Football Hall of Fame on uh, February the 1st was a very good left guard. Played for Minnesota, played for Seattle, a very good left guard. But again, 
it is my contention he was no Tony Baselli. Now, I could have seen Tony Baselli and Hutchinson both being elected and perhaps Ed, Edwin James from the Colts not be included. Also, um, Isaac Bruce, a tremendous wide receiver, goes in. He's always been one of those players on the fringe. And a lot of arguments why or why not Isaac Bruce should get in. He finally got in. Steve Hutchinson did get in, certainly a lot quicker than Tony Baselli, who's still waiting to get in. It is, uh, I mean, it's been talked about by many, many people. I mean, three selectors say they're shocked that Tony Baselli was not elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame on February the 1st of 2020. It was terrible, shameful, and again, the only thing people can really say is small market bias. Small market bias because Tony played with our Jacksonville, played for our Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, Tony helped lead our team to two AFC Championship games. And we did not make the Super Bowl, mind you. But again, Tony did lead us along with some other great players, Fred Taylor, Mark Burnell. Even before Fred Taylor, you know, we had some good running backs, Natron Means, uh, James Littleman Stewart. But among the Hall of Famers, Tony Baselli should have been our first guy elected. And then possibly even Fred Taylor, our second guy that should be elected. Seems like it'd be a lot easier to get Fred Taylor into the Hall of Fame once Tony gets in. But that's conjecture. I mean, it's people voting. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be doing this podcast for many, many reasons. I mean, I will tell you that I spent over 20 years in the media, mainly in radio, and now I'm doing more of a independent thing. I think that there's no doubt Tony, Tony Baselli. I mean, it would have been like our fans, myself included, all our fans and the players that have played for the Jaguars. It would have felt like, hey, this is almost like the Super Bowl for us if Tony could have got in, and he should have gotten in. He should have gotten in, I contend, in 2019, at least 2019 or 2020. He was a semifinalist, um, you know, three or four years ago, and then the last two years he's been a finalist but not gotten in. Every year, though, there's new names that are added to players that become eligible for the Pro Football Hall of Fame voting. So it gets more difficult. You're running in against, uh, uh, running up against more modern-day players um, because some of these players, quite frankly, like Steve Hutchinson, um, you know, finished his career, you know, after Tony Baselli obviously finished his career. Steve Hutchinson has been elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He played for Minnesota, played for Seattle, 
a very, very good left guard and now a Hall of Famer, but I, I still contend he's he's no Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli was probably the best, there's no doubt, probably the best left tackle, the best guy on the left side of the line in his era, in his prime, than, than anyone. But he's been left off the Hall of Fame so far. Um, there were plenty of players that, you know, like John Hanna, Anthony Munoz, that were coming to Tony's defense saying he should be in. You've got two guys that are in, Bruce Smith, a defensive end, Jason Taylor, a defensive end. Both those guys have made the Hall of Fame. Tony Baselli took those two guys to school, and he beat them in individual battles. He beat Bruce Smith in the AFC playoffs in individual battles. Um, he, he really schooled Jason Taylor, as I remember. I believe it was on a Monday night football game. So, again, I'm very, very disappointed. Um, Tony Baselli, I did, this really upset me when I heard the news. And three selectors even said they were shocked that Tony Baselli was not elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Come on. I mean, come on. Is it, How long is this small – you know, small market bias going to go on. It, it's it's just plainly ridiculous. That's when I first heard that Tony did not get in yesterday. That was the first word that came to my mind. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, the groundhog, you got to laugh about something, right? The groundhog up north, where is he at? Up in Pennsylvania. The groundhog way up north did not see his shadow. So we're supposed to see you know, in early spring, uh, you know, here in Jacksonville, we uh, hit a low temperature on Sunday morning, February the 2nd. We got down to 41. So very, very cool uh, for us here in uh, North Florida. Uh, switching over to some ABA basketball. And by the way, let me tell you, we'll be talking more about the Tony Baselli situation and about the Jaguars. I promise you. Uh, we're going to be talking and I, you know, I did tell everybody on the last uh, podcast, on the last episode, that we will be talking about the new play caller, offensive coordinator, Jay Gruden. I think his play calling ability, I think Doug Marone likes his play calling ability. Doug better like his play calling ability because Doug's on the last year of his contract with the Jaguars. I mean, it's a what have you done for me lately business. Doug Marone. Dave Codwell, they're on the final year. They're going to be on the final year of their contracts in the two twenty in the twenty twenty season. In the twenty twenty season, so so we'll be talking more about the Jaguars right here on the teal shirt report. I'm actually wearing my uh, teal shirt today, by the way. Uh, speaking of the groundhog, I mentioned this again. The groundhog up north did not see his shadow reportedly on uh, February the second. When he woke up, he did not see his shadow. So we are expecting an early spring, at least according to the, the groundhog way up north. ABA basketball, boy, it was a treat for me to meet some of the guys with the St. Augustine glory. Great. I mean, just great guys. Enjoyed talking to them. We told them all about the BigJReport.com. So they're going to be checking our website out at BigJReport.com. Plus, we're, you know, in our Facebook group, BigJReport.com, we've been updating ABA basketball as well. Uh, the Jacksonville Giants lost their first game 
of the season. They lost absolutely just their first game of the season on January 31st to Chicago Fury, 116, the Jacksonville Giants, 104. Meanwhile, at the uh, St. Augustine High School in St. Augustine, Florida, the Nassau Pride, who play, I understand they play their games up in Yulee at uh, Derrick Henry's uh, uh, hometown school in Yulee, but this game was at the St. Augustine uh, High School where the St. Augustine Glory play their home games, and I enjoyed meeting all those guys. I, I noticed the Nassau Pride had, had one real tall guy, and they said he was close to seven feet tall. So exciting basketball. However, Nassau won the game against St. Augustine. The Nassau Pride won 16. The St. Augustine Glory 81. Uh, Jared Lewis was a scratch for the game. He was not playing, not able to play. And that did most likely hurt the glory. It could have been a, a, a closer game, certainly. But again, the final score, Nassau 116. The Nassau Pride 116. The St. Augustine Glory 81. If you ever get a chance to go to one of these games, it's a lot of fun. The players are certainly fan-friendly and some great, great basketball, too. So an ABA action on, on uh, Saturday night, February the 1st, the Nassau Pride 116, the San Augustine Glory 81. And the day earlier on January the 31st, the Jacksonville Giants lost their first game. The Chicago Fury 116, the Jacksonville Giants 104. And in some North Florida entertainment, we're also updating, we're going to be updating the um, the concert listings at BigJReport.com in our Neighbors 2 section. But we'll talk about some of the shows that actually have just concluded. Uh, Sinbad, the comedian, was in Jacksonville at the Florida Theater on January the 31st of 2020. That was at, he was, Sinbad was at the Florida Theater uh, this past uh, Friday night, back on Friday night. Uh, January the 31st. Kansas, famous for their song, Dust in the Wind. Uh, they did their show at the Florida Theater um, this past Saturday, February the 1st, at the uh, Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida, on February 1st of 2020. A concert that is actually coming up and on the way, Michael Blue Blay. Michael Blue Blay will be in concert here in Jacksonville, Florida on uh, Tuesday evening, March 17th of 2020 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. Tickets now are on sale. Hey, if they run out of tickets at the box office, you can go on the stub hubs, et cetera, online and uh, check, certainly check availability uh, of seats to that show. See one of these great shows coming up again. Michael Blue Blaze coming up. We did talk about some concerts that had just recently uh, been played in the last couple of days. We will be, I promise you, updating our uh, concert listings as well uh, right here on the Teal Shirt Report. So that's some of what's going on. We'll return with a new episode real soon. We, we do update the uh, Teal Shirt Report you know, at least every two or three days, you're getting a new episode, new content. Uh, we would, you know, in the future, we, we may end up doing these shows every day. You may get a new show every day, a new episode every day. But at least at, at this point, uh, our goal is, you know, to do at least two or three of these episodes or podcasts 
uh, each week for you. We appreciate the uh, the listenership has been great from from all over. You know, we got folks listening in uh, in, in the United States in uh, you know in North Carolina. We got some listeners in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, Conyers, Georgia, Eufaula, Alabama. Uh, a lot of people listening uh, right here where I am in Jacksonville, Florida. Got some folks listening in the Orlando area, and we got worldwide listeners too. People listening everywhere. So we certainly appreciate you uh, listening in. And if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, click on the support button. Uh, please click on the support button and check out how you can support or sponsor. Uh, the Teal Shirt Report as well. You can also follow what we're doing on our website at bigjreport.com. That is bigjreport.com. And we have our Facebook group, which is also called bigjreport.com. So you can go into your uh, Facebook browser. Our group is growing. There's like well over 400 people in our Facebook group now. That group is growing day by day. And uh, we do you know a lot of local news. Uh, sports, weather, entertainment, you know, kind of very similar to what we do here on the podcast. A lot of Jaguars coverage for our nationwide members of our group. We have got a lot of nationwide members that are nationwide Jaguars fans and worldwide Jaguars fans, too. Check us out on our website at uh, bigjreport.com. We also have the North Florida Weather Report in there 24-7. Check that out. Scroll down after you hit BigJReport.com, you'll find uh, North Florida weather in there for you as well. But my name is Scott, and this has been the Teal Shirt Report. And again, hey, thank you for joining us. We've got some big Jaguars news and a lot of things to talk about on the future, on the future and upcoming episode. So again, thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report. Hey, we'll see you on our uh, website at BigJReport.com, and hey, you have a great day. Thank you for listening. Take care.